So let's uh, continue a bit the reflection on selflessness. Siga Kompro writes, we can, only be we can only be attached to a self if we project these three characteristics onto it. If we know that the self isn't singular, unchanging or autonomous, there's no way to identify with it. So if, if we see that there can't be a singular, unchanging or autonomous self, because it's impossible for such a self to exist, and we also can't find it when we look in our meditation, then there's nothing to identify with. And then the central position drops away, and when the central position drops away, our reactivity relaxes, because there's nothing to defend anymore. And in that lies also then the key for the natural seva to just uh, to just come out, to, uh, to let so seva will just flow, because the way we keep our seva back is uh, through that uh, <coughs> contraction around the central position. So when the central position drops away, the only thing which makes sense is kindness, is love. That's that 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 what will naturally shine forth. There seems to be also and that's what that's how they say it in the in the Mahayana tradition in that um, in that openness you know so so kind of you you dissolve back into the gap yeah so there seems to be an intelligence in that openness a creativity which uh, according to the tantric teaching then expresses itself as the five wisdoms mm -hmm. as this you know this display of these five colors and one of this five wisdom is the wisdom that something in you already know what's the best to say or to do in a given situation <coughs> for example something already in you already knows or uh, uh, feels uh, what's the what's the best you can you can um, you can say or you can show when when you talk with a person it's a bit the feeling of you know kind of if you if you are present to a person and you are just listening and you give you know you open and you give that person space and you don't jump to conclusions you don't feel you need to fix or you need to control so then then there then out of this relaxed engagement comes like a, a sense of uh, so what, what's uh, you know, what would be a good move here? And this uh, this uh, this uh, creativity might come out through your mouth or through the mouth of the other person. So that is um, so when we when so we shouldn't we shouldn't be afraid or we might be afraid, but there is actually no reason to be afraid that when the central position drops away that we kind of become 
stupid or that there is nobody there anymore or or that there will be anything like yeah so what's the point then to do anything or something like that it's not uh, that, that that's not that's not going to happen i promise <laughs> not so much on my own experience but because that's what all the mystics and uh, and uh, and enlightened masters say yeah. that they that they became that they become more creative more loving more courageous more in a way more active if you see like a person like a Sulinissa Dalai Lama or Lama Sopa whose central position has dropped away nevertheless they are so engaged with the world and so creative and so much knowing what is the best to, di to do and, and to say so much so that other people call them om omniscient So, and then he looks into wh why, uh, why can't it be that the self is singular, unchanging, and autonomous? It's quite, it's quite easy to see. I mean, this is not like complicated philosophy. Uh, it takes like maybe an hour to read through this and then, then you got it. Yeah. Uh, but, um, but the thing is then, uh, we need to uh, do this process again and again to look for the singular, unchanging and atom autonomous self and not find it. So we need to do this again and again. So it's not enough to read this and it's, yeah, obviously, since everything is changing all the time and they can easily check that, you think a bit about it, maybe you read a book about physics, and then it's obvious that in this place here, right now, there's nothing which, which is unchanging. So there it goes, the unchanging self out of the window. It can't exist because there's nothing. There's no thing in the universe like something unchanging. The other, the autonomous, is also, I mean, you just need to reflect a bit. Nothing exists independently out of itself. Yeah? So everything arises in connection with everything else. So for this moment to be what it is, it's like everything, whatever happened and what is happening now is necessary for this moment to be what it is. For, this, for, for, for you sitting in the place where you are and how many hair you have on your head. This is, this is connected with everything else. And it, it needs maybe a bit, you know, reflection, but uh, it's, it's quite easy to, uh, to see that we are not like cut out units. And also this kind of, um, you know, it's also when you think about it, you can get a sense of that you are actually like a process in, in constant exchange. Like you are not like this, yeah, but you know, it's like, uh, you know the atoms in your in your body. They were mm, they were in the body of the Buddha and in the body of Jesus, and uh, and they were you know it's like uh, 
so there's a constant then we breathe and, and we, we, we piss and we drink and it's like um, it's so if you reflect like that then you can get a sense of that there can't be some nothing actually exists in this uh, solid separate way so autonomous go, uh, go uh, is gone out of the window so then the uh, the thing that like it, that it is singular so that's then okay uh, I, I look for a one I look for one yeah I look so this, the eye is uh, is one yeah so then you look let's let's look for Stefan because that's not so terrifying for you <laughs> so, so let's look for Stefan and in one way it's, it's a bit bloody maybe a bit disgusting but it's like okay first thing you need to say okay if if Stefan exists as a singular thing yeah as a singular thing it makes only sense to look in the body and mind for it I mean we are not going to look for Stefan on the table yeah so that's great because that kind of reduces the area where to look yeah I mean <laughs> I mean no, in the in the Madhyamika philosophy, this is one of the steps you have to do, kind of to exclude, yeah. So to make to make it kind of clear, okay, if there is a single Stefan, it, it somehow it needs to be here, yeah. So then you look, okay. There's two things basically. They they these two things they um, they actually put them into five categories, the five skandhas. Now that's why you learn the five skandhas. You also learn the 51 mental factors because of that. Yeah, so you study the 51 mental factors not because it's interesting to have another psychological model or something. You study the 51 mental factors to realize and to see that the mind is not, a, it's not one thing. Yeah, it's many processes happening at the same time. So... So let's look, let's simplify this, uh, uh, the five skandhas into the body and the mind. So the body, yeah, so there is this reflection where you, so you take off the skin, you know, you, or the hair in one pile and the nails, maybe you put this, the teeth also, and then the bones, and then, and then uh, the meat, like kind of a bit of the lumps of meat, and also, also you need a bucket with all the fluid, yeah. So like the blood and stuff like that. So, so imagine we do that. <laughs> so now, <laughs> so now, so we 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 look for one, the singulary, the singular self. So where is it? Yeah, is it in the bones? Is it, is it in the in the skin? Is it in the blood? Yeah, and many is not one, so you find many, but we look for one. So which is it? Of course, you could say, yeah, it's the whole thing. <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> the whole thing. No, the whole thing is not Stefan. It's just piles of stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's the whole thing in a certain in a certain constellation. But the whole thing is 
it's just another concept, you know, it's like taking the crayon of the conceptual mind and making a making a, a something around and then say, oh, this is the whole thing. And then I call it Stefan. Yeah? So it's it's uh, it's not uh, it's not a singular self. In th there's no singular self in the body. A, a bit more unbody method would be the thing uh, with uh, the community of cells. So you have these millions or millions and millions of cells. And actually, as we as you said yesterday, each of them is a bit self-centered. <laughs> it makes sense. Yesterday night, I was thinking maybe the atoms are also a bit self-centered. Yeah, kind of having this instinct of keeping together. You know? <laughs> so it could be that it's like the self-centeredness goes very deep in the structure of the universe. So each cell and. Uh, and we are looking for a singular self. So, but again, we find many. Yeah? We find processes, we find many. And none of them is, uh, is, um, is in charge. So now we have the mind. So we look for the mind. And that's good if you have a kind of a model. So if you take the 51, the, 50, the, the teachings on the 51, uh, 51 mental factors, so you have the, the conscious mind and then you have the subconscious mind with this 51 mental processes happening all the time. Yeah. So they work with the, the, the essential input and they make sense around it and they tell a story about it and then they project their, what they agree upon, they project into the consciousness and that's what appears. Yeah. And one thing they project into the consciousness is the story around I. That's, that's what they project into the consciousness. So there's this 51 kind of independent, uh, also simultaneously uh, uh, working uh, mental processes going on all the time. Yeah? So which one is the I? So again, you have many, but we're looking for one. So that's uh, that's how you can, when you reflect like this and you bring this reflection into into your meditation, uh, how you slowly, slowly um, prove proved to yourself uh, that you can't find an autonomous, unchanging, singular self. So the moment of not finding that, not finding the singular autonomous self, that's the experience of emptiness, the non-finding of that. So you, you look for it and you, you search the body and the mind with these methods or, and you learn, learn to do it. Yeah? And, and then you search for it, and then you don't find it. So this searching you need to do. So it's not enough to have an intellectual understanding. Yes, I've heard this before, it makes sense. There is no singular self. Uh, it's all a process, it's an open process, connected with everything else. Okay, 
I've understood this. This is not enough. You actually need to go into this analysis and in a, in a meditative state with a stable mind, search for the singular autonomous unchanging self again and again and not, and not finding it. So part of this method could be that you, um, you do it in daily life, particularly in the moments where you are triggered, or in your meditation you bring up uh, situations or you imagine situations where the uh, where the where your reactivity is triggered, like you imagine uh, to be criticized. Yeah, so you imagine to be criticized, and then there is this: how dare you? T- how dare you to say this to me? You know, this kind of a bit self-righteous. How dare you to say this to me? Yeah, there it is. So that's the sense of the autonomous, because in the next day you would say, "How did you dare to? How did you dare to say this to me?" So there is a sense that the same me is still somewhere sitting, some somewhere sitting here. The one who was criticized yesterday is also sitting here. So and that, and that autonomous, that's gaksha. That's the that's the object of negation. So you get a sense of it. And then, and then you, then you search for it, yeah. So you search for it, and then uh, you don't find it. And in, in, in the absence of of this autonomous, unchanging, uh, unchanging singular self. Uh, if you do it in a in a in a good way, there will be a kind of so the gap opens, and there is a kind of huh? what the heck am I defending here? Yeah. So your the, your analysis should bring a kind of freedom, a kind of relief. Yeah. Why? Let's say you're afraid, no? You're afraid, like you, you, uh, you are anxious about, uh, like a, a bad reputation, yeah? like so. You're anxious about your bad reputation, like on on Facebook, you know. You get like, how is that called? You're blackmailed or something like that, yeah. So you 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 start to. You start to get tense, yeah. You feel, yeah. Wow, what other people know? They they start to think this, and I have to do something about it, and so you get anxious, yeah. So the, your defense, you uh, start. So then you do this. Okay, who's 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 getting, who's who's afraid about his or her reputation, you know? So and then and then you look for that autonomous singular self. And you don't find it in this in the body mind system, so in that moment, there is you, the gap opens, so you don't have a central position anymore. So there's nothing to defend, nothing to worry about. So there should be a bit of, ah, yeah, wow, it's all made up. There's nothing to defend here.
situation that makes us reactive and a little strong feeling in some way. Uh, yeah, that's uh, then because then the object of, of negation it's is uh, it becomes more clear. Uh, but of course, it's also you know it's there now. You know when you have a sense, so I'm meditating. There it is. You know I'm meditating or I'm watching my breath. Yeah. So there it is. There is a kind of a bit of. Uh, of an eye, like the observer, but it's not so, not so obvious. Yeah. Uh, and there is actually, for example, in the practice of Chu, you know, the the feeding the demon practice, that the practitioners would uh, would consciously go into uh, scary places where they are really scared. You know, haunt, haunted places where there's demons and corpses and where nature. And, and they do that because then, because when you're really scared, then the the sense of the self is very strong. So they go there to get really scared, and then they do this. Yes. What about like uh, my favorite negative thought would be something about me not being good enough. Yeah. That would also be a yes. Yeah. Opportunity. Yeah, yeah. It's the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So either, why you know how wonderful I am, yeah. So like, you get praise and you know, or you know how how terrible I am, how useless I am, how ugly I am. So that could be also a place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's quite. Uh, Kind of common. I mean, it happens often for people, and uh, uh, so, like in extreme situations, yeah, when you are, uh, when your life is in danger, or you slip, or you fall, or you are attacked, or something like that, and uh, sometimes it's uh, it becomes a problem when when people are not embedded into some spiritual tradition where they can make sense out of it. It can be completely, it can people completely throw out of balance because uh, they lose their, they can't make sense of, out of that experience and they lose everything they thought they, they, they are. And uh, so people get into crisis when they have this kind of experience without uh, having having support and having an interpretation of the experience which makes sense for them. There's some people who wrote books about uh, about this kind of experience and how they struggled for many years going into mental hospital and things like that until they, they found uh, uh, the, the proper support. Yeah. There's also sometimes uh, you know, teenagers who are children, and in 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 Buddhism, one would say it's because they are connected. Uh, they they have looked into this in previous lives, who have this ex strong experiences of selflessness. The, the most famous, probably Ramana Maharshi, who was like a teenager, and he was just uh, you know lying down and imagining that he's dying, and then out of some karmic reasons. 
it shifted and it never came back again for him. Or another example is Eckhart Tolle, who was so squeezed in life that, I mean, I don't know him personally, but the way he appears, it seems that he has a genuine experience of selflessness. So, uh, so he was so squeezed by life that, uh, and without having any training and without having these teachings, uh, he just couldn't stand anymore to be with himself. And then he thought, hey, wait a moment, are there two of me? The one is depressed and the other one who can't stand the depressed one anymore. And in that moment, something happened. It kind of the bottom fell out. Because for him, to have two was already too much. <laughs> so two was already too much to contradict the idea that there's a singular self. Yeah. The same happened with Byron Katie. So there, there is a... This is people where it, where it happens uh, spontaneous, and it's a good question. Can we do something for the for the apple to fall from the tree? It's it's debatable. Some people say yes, of course you can do. That's why we're sitting here. Uh, but um, I mentioned before there it could be that it is more a moment of grace that we can create the conditions, but then you can't force it. Okay, so if you are interested to uh, uh, read this chapter, it goes uh, a bit deeper than now, now I've read, you can get the book. Uh, what was the title of the book? Something training and tenderness. Yeah. Training and tenderness. Oh, yeah. But if you Google uh, Tseva, you know, then then you will will find you will. Uh, How do you spell Tseva? T S I W A. Tseva. T S I W A. T S I or E. E. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His wife also uh, wrote a wonderful book about this. Uh, it's called the the open-ended question. The open-ended question. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth Matis Namgyal is her name. The open-ended question. That's that's this question: Who is aware? What is aware? That's the open open-ended question. Settle a bit. Uh, 
back into the body, kind of away a bit uh, from the conceptual maybe bringing the breath uh, into the foreground, engaging the breath or the sensation in your hands body and the mind to settle.
So let's see if we can uh, get a sense of the singular autonomous unchanging I. Let's start with uh, the sentence, I have a body, I. So when you have a sense that when you say I have a body, the owner of the body, So this I, is a, there is a sense that it is the same I who had the body yesterday, ten years ago. So see what, see, try if you can get a sense of that I, of that owner. I have a body. I have a thought, I have a feeling. I arrived here and I meditated and I'm sitting here now. I. Imagine a recent situation where we felt criticized. I, I didn't do this. felt ashamed. I feel ashamed. I, I always feel ashamed. So the shame is arising, but then we add the I. So get a sense of that I. could also have had a feeling during the retreat like a bit of a worry I 
wonder what the other people think about me or the, how they see me so that's that's the that's the me that's the the autonomous singular unchanging me can already notice that it is a bit slippery. Sometimes you might have more sense in the chest, sometimes behind your eyes, sometimes it's more identified with your fear, sometimes more with your shame, sometimes more with the feeling of not good enough. But uh, we are curious about finding a kind of common sense there. So you use your uh, conceptual mind in this kind of reasoning, but then you really also go into the experience, searching. So this is uh, an important part of this investigation. And it's it's a good the daily li daily life is a good place uh, because in daily life you are constantly triggered. In in the last few days, when was the sense of this eye the strongest? For you, so what, what are the where, what were the moments where you wanted things to be different when you didn't get what you wanted? Once you have a bit of a sense of uh, the aut autonomous, unchanging, singular I, you search for it. So let's uh, use the, this image of the millions of cells of your body, so if you get a bit of a sense of that. There's this community, and then there's sub-communities, and uh, they communicate with each other, and and it's happening now. And, and you don't need to do anything. I mean, you're just sitting here. It's happening. All these processes are happening. 
So now within this community, this alive community, uh, we search for the singular autonomous unchanging I. So I guess the unchanging goes out of the window very quickly. But also the singular Where could it be in this processes? Which process in the body would be the I, the owner, the one who controls, the one who makes decisions, the one who has your feelings? So you search in the body. the legs, in the belly, in the chest. Maybe you have a sense it's in the brain, so then you cut the brain into halves. And then which one is it? So you you have not found it in the body, so then let's look at the mind. So what is happening in the mind? Thoughts, feelings, maybe you're tired. And then there's many subconscious processes happening right now, processing information. And you look for a singular, autonomous, unchanging I. Somehow in this process is kind of a control center who makes the decision, who gets all the information and then thinks and says, okay, let's do this. which of those processes is the I. So now you have searched the body-mind, you have searched the five aggregates, and you don't find the I. You don't find a singular, autonomous, unchanging I. Because it does not exist. So now for a moment, imagine how it would be to put down the burden you carry for so long. How would it be to put down the burden of self-centeredness. Of disconnectedness. 
the burden of worrying about your reputation and what other people think. The burden of worrying about your future and regretting your past. the central position of the singular autonomous unchanging eye would drop away. absence or the not finding of the autonomous unchanging singular I that is the experience of emptiness. That is the experience of the boundaryless, centerless openness That's the moment where the waves, where the wave realizes that she is the ocean. Notice how everything still happens. Thoughts are coming and going, sounds are coming and going, movements are coming and going, feelings are coming and going. But there's nobody there. 
There's no owner, no victim. Decisions are coming and going. no singular autonomous unchanging I deciding So for this uh, self-inquiry, what is good to have a bit of a stability in the mind, so that's why we emphasize uh, cultivating stable attention. Yeah? So this is because uh, if your mind is not stable, then you can't really identify gaksha, the object of negation, but also in the moment of not finding the object of negation, the autonomous, autonomous, unchanging, singular self, your mind wouldn't be able to stay in the gap. So, because there would be immediately a thought where your mind, where your mind would go. But if your mind is a bit stable, then you could stay in the not finding. So that's one thing. Then using daily life for becoming more clear about gaksha, about the object of negation. Become curious. Like, so that's why we need to train. When we train stable attention, we also train introspective awareness. So we are aware of the processes which are happening in our mind. So we get so we become more curious about this moments of reactivity. What what is it? What is it when I'm puffed up? What is it when I feel low? What is that? What is the sense I have of the autonomous, unchanging, singular I? And 
and then you go into the into this search. So you search for that singular autonomous unchanging I in the body mind in the five aggregates. So here it helps a bit to to study the five aggregates, what they are actually what what they are actually. So and maybe study the fifty one mental factors. So you have a bit of a of a sense uh, you become a sense that the mind is not a singular process it's not a singular thing but many processes happening at the same time and then you know, I mean there's no Buddhist book without some chapter about this so just you know get yourself a library of about maybe 15 20 books and and focus on this for a while just read in every chapter the one the chapter which is called emptiness or i, I mean different names but um so and then and then you then you read through the different reasonings you know, lama yesha lama sopa there's a few booklets about uh, about this uh, this one uh, but also you can use um, whatever whatever teacher speaks to you and then when you read a chapter like this uh, from this book take your mm -hmm. time take mm -hmm. it as a guided meditation mm -hmm. so like you're the reading and then uh, mm -hmm. and then okay then then you and you reflect on it and, and you let yourself be guided. There's a lot of uh, free, free things to read them at the end of this book. Yeah, yes. And then if you feel you, want, you can donate whatever you feel. Yeah, it's, uh, you can also, I mean, there's a lot of YouTube videos talking about uh, selflessness, emptiness of the self, and so. Uh, and then, and then, uh, I think in about three, four years, you should you should be done with it. Yeah. I mean, don't. <laughs> uh, I can uh, I can give you a, a bit of a, I mean, if you want to focus on this, I can give you a kind of a secret tip. A source. It's called. Um, the gateless gate crashes. Gateless gate crashes. Crashes. Gateless gate crashes to crash. Gateless gate crashes. Yes, it's a whole. They, they have also an app, but it's um, it's an interesting project. Is this? Is this people who guide themselves, uh, each other in in dialogues into the experience of selflessness, and uh, but they have this uh, this text, uh, this it's like a, a PDF file you can download, where there's some of the dialogues they have. They are just printed, so you can you can read them, and each of this dialogue is a bit of a. a it's exactly what we did now, but just happening in a dialogue, like just someone asking the question. Yeah? So, mm. 
and then uh, and it's it's uh, it's good. They don't talk about anything else, so there's nothing about bodhicitta or something like that. So they they focus only on this. Mm. And it's uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's good if you get into it uh, for some time, uh, because it's 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 time that more people become non-violent. So we need to use all resources available to <coughs> and 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 the, the best eye to target for you is your own one. <laughs> so <laughs> that's you are the only one who can do that. The gateless gate crashes. So if 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 this method speaks to you, you can you, you can or get a, a guide, they are called guides. So uh, you go to their forum and, and then you say, yeah, so I'm ready. Is there someone free? And then, and then you, 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 you get a person who, who had been uh, confirmed, uh, or who is like, who went through this process and, uh, and came up with nothing, uh, didn't find anything. <laughs> that, that's, uh, I mean, that's, that's uh, so, and then and then they guide you. It's it's n nothing like a you know, spiritual teacher or guru or something. It's just kind of normal people who help each other uh, by asking questions. It's also this uh, woman you uh, mentioned to me. You give me tips sometimes. Interviews people on the with by questions and then the like the PDF, um, like from different tradition, Buddhists, non-Buddhists, and then. Who is that? This is a woman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to be the main but I gave you a. Yeah, you gave me a um, address to a PDF. Uh, maybe this is the one. It maybe. It okay. probably is the is this one. Because like it, it was, yeah, 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 yes, it's probably the one because it was started by two women, yeah, yeah yes, but now it's like this uh, lively community of gateless gate crashers. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes in the Tibetan tradition they make it too complicated and too far away. So this can be a big, big obstacle. So in, if you, if you, if you, uh, I mean the teachings they are very good and I mean as you see with this one, uh, but um, you can get you could get a sense uh, that uh, it's it's a far away inside and. And uh, you need to, you need to study for many many years and read all the texts and so there is this danger that it becomes this uh, very philosophical philosophical intellectual uh, investigation which seems to be have which seems to have no end. I mean, there's people like uh, who have studied this like full time for seven eight years. Yeah, like in Institute Lama Tsongkhapa, and many of them in the end they would say, 
I have not really understood it because it's too, it's, you know, there's still, I have still, I have not still mastered Tibetan and I still have not read this text and there's this and there's this and they make it so, so, so difficult and so unreachable. I don't know why they do it because it seems to be it's quite obvious. I mean, singular self out of the window, unchanging self out of the window, autonomous <laughs> self out of the window. It's like, I mean, what's... Uh, so, and of course, then you can get into the diff what different people said and so, but I don't know. It's, uh, so, at one point, um, you need to become more confident into your own understanding and say, yeah, this is it. Done. I, I know I'm in a different part of the process than most mm. people here, but um, uh, when I when I meditated while you talked about the self, I had a, a hard time letting go of the self. I, I still mm. could center it somewhere around the heart and. Yeah. And I started to thinking about uh, fractals, you know, it's like a pattern where if you go into the pattern, uh, the pattern repeats itself smaller and smaller. If you go out, it repeats itself bigger and bigger. Mm. And I started talking, thinking about cells. And if you go into a cell, it start, starts looking like the universe. And, mm. and um, <coughs> mm. so I thought about uh, one person and humanity and everything. Couldn't it just be like a misunderstanding of of um, what you what you talk about when you talk about identity and and uh, living organism and you know uh, that's what I really can't grasp. You know, it's uh, uh, it's like but could, but, could you, it be but like was thing like this all what you said. Yeah, seems to me, f seems to be uh, like an approach to have an experience of selflessness. Yeah, because what yes. what you say is like uh, everything is in everything and yeah. like holographic approach to. But it's, uh, it seems like the one who knows is like a larger entity replicated in the person. <laughs> yeah, you understand. Yeah. Um, yes. So. so, but so far, nothing what you have said would, would for me, uh, I mean, contradict the non-existent of a sing singular, unchanging I. No. Well, it, it depends on what you mean by I, maybe. Of course, yeah. yeah. So no. th that's, that's important to, uh, uh, to become clear of. Mm. No, no. So if I would say, uh, so there is no I, I, I would have to say what kind of I or, you know, mm. like, yes, there is an I. Yes, uh. there is an I. But how does it exist? And how is it connected with everything else? Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Uh, and uh, uh. Uh, so what we say is that the singular, autonomous, unchanging I, that does not exist. Mm. And that the belief in that is the root cause of reactivity. Yeah, yeah. So, of course, this is now something which I can say a bit dogmatic. 
we also need to see it in our own experience. Mm. We need to kind of see, wow, when I'm reactive, there's always the sense of the autonomous uh, mm. uh, I is there. So you, you need to see it in your own experience mm. and then start to uh, start to find this this relief which arises when you when the central position uh, the central position relaxes a bit. Mm. But what you call I, uh, I mean, that's that's flexible. Mm. Yeah. So the the question is, what's the reference object mm. of that word when you use the word I? Oh, yeah. 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 So if you say I and you actually refer to the, like, let's say you could, for example, see the whole uh, the whole humanity as similar as your body, like a community of cells. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> and the other thing is when you say, uh, no, uh, this is, um, you are in a different place. It, this does not matter at all in this case. Mm -hmm. No, it, 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 there's no guarantee that someone who is sitting and meditating for 10 years uh, and studying emptiness, that, that, that there might be a bit more philosophical blah blah in the head of that person. But there's no indication, uh, there's no there's no need that this person would uh, would be closer to uh, the dropping of the central position. Mm. No, this can this can happen for people. They hear that once and that's it. They are done. Or it happens for people who have not received any teachings like Eckhart Tolle and Byron Katie. It was it just happened. So this is this is actually. Quite often, when people study and 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 they they have a sense this is a long, difficult thing to understand. This this can actually be more an obstacle, like just a young guy, you know, who is like completely open and flexible, and and he hears that and he looks and he says, "Yeah, true. I can't see it. I can't find it." Yeah. Yeah. yeah one of my biggest uh, comforts the last years is is the realization that every time I uh, I uh, I fall or uh, the bottom like mm. the other night mm. uh, the other day it's it's a it's a big step it's it's a release you know mm -hmm. um, like five years ago I had this crisis and uh, it was like not releasing mm. it was uh, wonderful and it's so strange to have the map reconstructed in that way, you know, s yeah. seeing stuff. In f if that's the case, if that's progress, then there's nothing to be afraid of. That's uh, yeah. that's uh, yeah. a thought that has been living with me since yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Okay, so now we uh, uh, do just walking. Without without any philosophy. Yeah, this is more practical. Yeah.